hi, what you're about to hear is a entry to the One Mic Stand podcasting jam that was hosted by Riley and Andrew from the Podcast Minds over at Moonshot Network. We hope that you enjoy it. Uh, thanks. Transphrasia is a production for the Podcast Minds Pod Jam and is filmed in front of a live studio audience. It's obvious to me that your metamor doesn't care about the hamburger buns, and neither do you. You must take into consideration that all relationships, poly or otherwise, are give and take. You're not a bad person for wanting to avoid the kitchen table and do things solo. But in turn, your metamor is entirely justified in wanting you to not store your... <clears throat> dildo collection in the bathroom while they have dinner guests. Communication and management of expectations, even if you're not on the closest terms, is the key. To take an example from my own life, my brother Niles is not the sort of person who does well with living with other people. It doesn't suit his temperament, and our relationship suffers when he must stay over due to the need to update his wardrobe or add heating to his floors, that sort of thing. I don't love him any less for the distance, and it makes the time we do spend together intentional, deliberate, and all the more valuable for it. I hope that helps you. Now, it looks like our time is coming to a close, dear listeners. Good night, Seattle. Good night. And you're clear. Well, that was certainly exciting, don't you think? I just think it's kind of dumb. I mean, who throws a tantrum over someone doing exactly what they asked? It's ridiculous. Yes, but not everyone has the necessary grasp of their internal thoughts and life to give it the proper consideration. Uh-huh. I think they just didn't like Zer and wanted the wife all to themselves. Plus, they have a name like a serial killer or something, I swear. Anyway... Are you still coming to dinner tonight? The Wagyu Daphne order has finally come in, and the apartment has been humid for days while she makes the ramen broth. Speaking of a lack of self-reflection, I was planning on coming, but it really depends. Is it just Niles coming to dinner, or is it Maris? I've given them both three different pronoun options for me, and he has never used a one, while she pretends to have only heard of two, neither of which are on the list. Now, now, Roz, Maris never comes to dinners with Daphne, and it's not exactly like we can cut her out of it. She's doing the cookie, after all. She is, even as we speak, working diligently on rolling out handmade ramen for our dinner. It will only be Niles, and I promise I'll talk to him first. All right, because if I have to listen to one more rant about how non-binary people with binary presentation aren't trans, I will scream. Oh, that's Niles now. That's odd. I didn't even have a chance to pick up. Did he butt dial you? His phone has a lock code. It was not an accidental call. He butt-dialed you. Oh, must you call it a butt-dial? Accidental call is perfectly fine. That's what a butt-dial is. 
It's an accidental call that you do with your butt because it's pushing all the buttons. Even I know most phones haven't had proper buttons in decades. Oh, he's texted me. Do you have the same tone for everything for him? It's about dinner tonight. He says... I know that Roz was meant to bring the wine tonight, but I'm not sure I could bear it again. Last time it was shut enough to pep 56. <laughs> With fish. Frasier, it's madness. For tonight, anything besides Verve Clicquot would be best, I think. It's not even wine, it's champagne. What are we, Harvard students? Make sure Roz knows. And anyway... He wants to know if you're going to bring Verve Clicquot for dinner tonight. Yes, I can see that. <laughs> Roz, must you read over my shoulder like that? Okay, but look at that message. Not a single pronoun. I get that Cecere and Faith Fair are a little out there, but not even a they-them. Roz, the wine. I've got it under control, okay? Just text him back and tell him that I have pronouns because I have gender, and just because he's iffy about being trans doesn't mean everyone is. At, uh, it's, at least he's trying. Is he, though? I'm sure he is. Roz, hello, come in, come in. How are you doing? Can I take your coat? Oh, I'm great. It smells wonderful in here. I know. Been working on the ramen broth for days now. Really? And the noodles too? <laughs> Did Fraser tell you I was making the noodles by hand? I don't think he knows how long it takes to master those. Him and Martin kept trying to sneak tests to the broth every time they came in the kitchen. So I told them I needed the space for the noodles. I scattered a bit of flour around and then went out and bought some good ones. Ha! Smart. Where's Martin anyway? Oh, Fraser's taking him to meet his buddies to watch a game. They haven't seen him in a good decade or so. Lord knows not one of them is willing to voice over video chat. A decade? But Fraser told me he only started transitioning in, what, last four or five years? More like six, but you're spot on otherwise. He's gonna tell them she died. Oh, <laughs> that's terrible. But wouldn't they have been invited to a funeral or something? We did actually end up having a funeral for his dead name, you know. I told him about my dead name funeral back in Manchester and he liked the idea. I guess he kept the obituary I made. Right, as a memento. Oh, that's devious. I almost wish I were there instead. I hope to be a fly on that wall. Anyway, let me put the champagne away. Ooh, what do you bring? Vouvclicot. Niles will be furious. I don't see why. It's lovely, and everybody else likes it. I swear, he just enjoys being a contrarian. It honestly wouldn't surprise me if Maris comes tonight just to cause trouble. Daphne, we've got to rearrange the seating right away. Maris came and is, I must say, in rare form. I talked to her and Niles about Ros's pronouns, but I can't at all tell if it's made any sort of a difference. We absolutely cannot have Maris being rude to Ros again. Hi, Frasier. Hello, Ros. How long have you been there? The whole time. I'll just pop in there and take Maris's coat. You said she wouldn't come. I thought she wouldn't. 
Niles has such admiration for Daphne and her cooking, I was sure that Marys wouldn't be welcome at all. So what? She decided today was the day she finally wanted to meet Daphne? Roz, listen. Frasier, you're my friend and I care about you, but I am not sticking around to listen to Maris slander me for the entire meal. It's like the world's dullest comedy drag routine, except she doesn't even have the good grace to be camp or funny or even talk about any topic other than how I'm doing my own gender wrong. She's just exploring and getting to know herself. I know she can be abrasive now, but it's all just her dysphoria manifesting itself. I'm sure that once she plucks up the resolve to, to start HRT and transition socially, she'll be more understanding. You keep saying that, Fraser, but Niles has a list of neuroses as long as my arm. The guy gets upset when people think he looks younger than he is. You really think... Maris is going to start estrogen anytime soon, which is going to make her very noticeably not Niles anymore. She's just struggling to figure herself out. And you don't have to be nice about it, but Niles is, I mean, Maris is my sibling. After all the trouble Dad and I had, surely you can't blame her for being so anxious about it. Please, Ras, just try to be civil with her. For me? Talk to her, or I'm not eating with her. All right, I will, I will. Now. All right. I'm telling you, Maris, you need to put a stopper in it now. Well, if you say so. Daphne, do we still have the cork from that distinctly mediocre bottle of champagne? Right. I've had enough. Fraser, Daphne, it's been a pleasure. Maris, you can go to hell. In your company, dear, it's like I'm there already. Oh, Roz, please. Save it, Frage. It's a wonder I made it till dessert. I'll see you at work. Well, that went about as well as expected. I'm not sure what her problem is. You really are unbelievable, Maris. Thank you, brother. Oh, I certainly didn't mean that as a compliment. Guess what? Copernicus called, and you are not, after all, the centre of the universe. I'll just be in the kitchen with the dishes. Oh, that's rich coming from you, Fraser. Everything comes so easily for you. You come out and no one at your job says a word. And Dad transitions right alongside you. And you've got every LGBT in the city who still owns a radio hanging on your every word. Which is, rather astonishingly... Almost everyone. Who have I got? I'm alone, Fraser. I have no one to talk to about any of this. The American Psychiatric Association have barely stopped classifying me as mentally ill for being like this, so I can't exactly casually drop it into conversation with my fellow Jungians over squash, can I? I'm no local celebrity like you. I don't even have any close friends. I am alone. Maris, I'm sorry. But that is bilge. You have no end of people willing to support you, if you'd let us. You will always have us, me, Dad, Daphne. I'm sorry you fear our peers, but you have no idea whether they'll support you yet. You criticize the APA, but... 
Who is better placed to bring them around on this issue if you were to be brave and try? And worst, you've just chased away one of the best friends you might have in this. And why? Because fair pronouns are a little too unconventional for you. I understand being scared, Maris, more than you know. But dragging someone else down will not lift you up. Fraser, I... Dad? I thought you were going to be out all night, is anything... The hospital? Yes, of course I can pick you up. What happened? Dad? Is that Mr. Crane? Is he okay? What's he saying? He's just laughing. Dad? Oh, I see. Ha ha ha. Well, I hope you checked he's going to be okay before you started to guffaw in his face. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there soon. Goodbye, Dad. Well? Well, apparently he decided it'd be a good idea to prank his buddies with a fake obituary for his pre-transition self. Goodness, where did he get an idea like that? Hmm. Anyway, one of them ended up having a heart attack when he told them, and now they're all at the Seattle General Infirmary waiting for a pickup because their designated driver is having an echocardiogram. Daphne, have you seen my keys? It's all right, Fraser. I'll go. Maris, no, stay. I, I'm sorry. I... No, no, don't apologise. The drive will give me some time to... Clear my head and think about what you said. Besides, I think it's about time some people outside the family started to meet Maris, wouldn't you say? Good morning, Roz. Is it? I'm really sorry about the other night, Roz. I should have called to check in. You're damn right you should have. But a lot happened after you left. If you're going to tell me, make it the Cliff Notes version. You're on in five minutes. Thank you, Five. Well, I I really let Maris have it. Oh. Well, now I kind of wish I'd stayed. Did Daphne get a video? Should I get some popcorn on my way home? Oh, shush. Anyway, then, Dad called from the hospital. He'd managed to put one of his pals in with a ridiculous prank. There's never a dull moment with you, is there, Frage? And Maris goes to collect him, lets him out of the door, and... Doesn't come back till Sunday night. Yeah? What was she doing? Picketing a planned parenthood? No, actually. She donated all of Niles' clothing to the homeless shelter and came out to all her colleagues. Huh. She set a date for a legal name change and everything. Well, good for her, I guess. But that doesn't excuse her for being a bit. Oh, that's her now. Let me see. She says... Sorry to message you as you're about to go live, as they say in the biz, but I hoped you could pass on my most grovelling apologies to Roz. The way I've been treating Sierra has been disgraceful, and I'm deeply ashamed of myself. Could you let Faye know that I want to make it up to Fair? Tell her she has to do her grovelling in person. Roz, must you read over my shoulder like that? Hey, the text was from me. I've got a right to... 
Let her know I'll entertain her apology if she gives me a couple bottles of that 87 Chateau Latour I happen to know she's been hoarding. I'll give you her number yourself. I'm not your mailman. After the show, maybe. You're on in ten, nine, eight. Oh, damn seven, it, Ross! Six, five, four. Good morning, Seattle. This is Dr. Fraser Crane on KCL 780 Radio. Here to help with all your worries and woes. The modern world in which we live may take its toll, but together, Seattle, we will get through it. I promise you that. Roz, who do we have up first? Line one. It's the dildo collector with the serial killer name about the metamor again. Oh, good. Putting them through now. Hello again, Sage. I am listening. Thank you for listening to Transphrasia, a Podcast Minds Podjam production. Written by Dirk and Rachel. Roz was performed by Dirk. Fraser, Niles, Maris, and Daphne were performed by Rachel. Dirk can be found at the Hearthside Enclave podcast at HS Enclave on Twitter. Rachel can be found at Rachel S. Cal on Twitter. Spring and Autumn Movements 1 from Vivaldi's Four Seasons were used under Creative Commons license from a recording by John Harrison and the Wichita State University Chamber Players. Thank you.